0: All right, cool, let's pray. Um, dear Lord, I thank you for tonight. I thank you once again for the group of people in this room. Um, I haven't had a chance to meet Verdier and his his wife, Amber. Um, I, I've heard a lot of great things, so I thank you for them and for the lives they live, and we're excited to have them tonight, and I pray that you open our minds and our hearts and, and take down the, the walls that we may have up and So that you can just move within us and show us some cool things through them and through their stories. Um, So we thank you for tonight. tonight. Um, We thank you for the transparent, authentic worship that happens here because of you. Um, We love you. In your name we pray, Amen. amen.
1: Amen.
0: Thanks, Brian. Yeah, just real quick, I want to remind us that you are in the safest place that you'll ever be. And you will not know that until you hear someone say, me too. And I can remember when I never would let anybody have the chance for them to say me too to me. You, you see, because I would come into these places that were had these up, and, and I would go into all of them, and man, I'd, I'd be playing the biggest game of hide-and-seek ever. You know, because I just did not want you to know what was going on on my Monday through Friday. I, I didn't want you to know that I was drinking 5,688 beers a, a, a day.
1: <laughs>
0: I know, I was quite bloated.
1: <laughs> great, I
0: have my own aluminum can recycling company. <laughs> but really, it wasn't until you stop and, and start to figure out what is that unbelief that I'm feeding that's causing me to jump on that particular bicycle to get away from me. And I found out and that God made me on purpose. So much so that you have your own fingerprint and it's pretty on purpose in that. And so when I start to deny that, that's unbelief. So then I will go do some crazy things that aren't most beneficial to try to make me feel better about me. And I'm finding more and more that I feel better about me when I believe that He is who, I, who He says I am and others that are around me will allow me to be me. That they don't freak out when Bivo's having a bad day or they learn to get out of my way when I'm celebrating, (laughs) because I kind of get a little demonstrative. Because here's what I'm also finding, and we're going to set sail, is that when you allow yourself to cut yourself free from you, and your idea of what God doesn't cover, freedom is waiting on you, and you will not be able to be slowed down, and you will not care who says something to you, or at you, or about you. (laughs) Because <laughs> you're so secure in Him. Alright, Hebrews 11 is where we've been. I want to set this up and be real brief in this because I think the timing on it is great. We just sang about it as well with my soul and, you know, and how our faith, if you were with us a couple of weeks ago, we were in chapter 11 of Hebrews and for a lot of folks, they call that the Hall of Fame of Faith. You know, We, we look through there and you see these two words a ton. By faith. By faith, Noah built a boat. By faith, Rahab hid people, hid the spies. By faith, people crossed the Red Sea. And so we saw, and we even kind of pretended, we said, what would that look like? Because after we see these two words, by faith, there's something significant that's going on after it. Right? Right? And the thing that's not, that they did not allow themselves to do was to disqualify themselves because of the chaos in their life. Because we said if we took the time to look underneath here and, and research each person individually, you would see tremendous chaos in their life. I mean, we even reminded ourselves that a couple of the ladies that are in the Hall of Fame of Faith were prostitutes. And they were living out this guy named God because of the promise Because they knew they weren't going to disqualify themselves. And that's what this entire letter of Hebrews is about. It's a reminder to say, look, you don't have to do anything except believe to gain God's acceptance. That's it. But what we're finding in the body of Christ is that they don't know what they believe about Christ. That it's a, as Pop says beautifully sometimes, it's a yeah, but. Yeah, okay, I know God loves me, but. No, you don't. If you start to disqualify it, then you don't know and understand to the full extent His love. And so we traipse into chapter 12 and And we're going, look, man, it says in chapter 12 that therefore, so they're bringing everything together. Therefore, since we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. Let's just look at it. It's chapter 12. It's verse 1. It says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down especially the sin that so easily trips us up and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. And the thing is, is so many times is I'm trying to run your race. It's that I'm looking at you and I'm trying to run your race. I want to be like Lynn. But remember, do you remember two weeks if you were here and we said, look, even at the end of it, you remember when Jesus and the disciples, when Jesus was talking to the disciples, they came back and He said, boys, if you have faith, the size of what? You can move what? Right. And so you remember if you were here, we said, what if I'm the mountain? What if my by faith would move me the mountain of my unbelief? That makes sense to me. What if I'm the mountain? Right? And so now they're saying, look, you are surrounded I love sports. College football is great. And so, check the scene. Here we are. The arena is full, gang. Let yourself go there. Jesus, Paul, Matthew. They're not in the skybox. Remember, Jesus don't do green rooms. They're in the stands, and it's probably one of the most difficult stadiums to get into because they're practicing that the the first will be last. I'm not going in there first. (laughs) Nope. I'm going to be last. If they are going in, they're filling it up from the top down. It's not like when we go to a, a Christian concert and everybody's just mauling each other to go get down in the front row we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses and they're going, arrr, Bruce, go man, go. And we're sometimes sitting going, by faith, I've got to move me, my mountain. Why is, why, why is Bivou sitting on the sideline? Why has he disqualified himself? Who has said something into his life that he's believing over Me. We set him free, right, Paul? You wrote those letters. I remember you writing them. I was breathing it through you. Those are the witnesses. And so that's what you're going to see here. That's what we've been seeing here with Janie. What is it they're by faith that puts them on a plane to go to China? What is it by faith that when, they, when a family comes over here, gets educated, they marry, and, and just quite honestly, I've witnessed it. I've been with them to feel some of the pressure that they're under. What is there by faith that moves their mountain? It's the same thing that moves your mountain when I see you pick uh, people up. When they said, you know what, man, I'm going to take a time out. I'm going to go live in a tent for a couple of weeks in order to save cash. It's your mountain that's moving, said, I'm waiting on you. There's a group of folks that meet on a Saturday that are waiting for you. We may not ever see this person. But it's a great cloud of witnesses. So that's what Veria... Veria, you come on up. I want to leave you with this. He's going to share it and we'll come back up and we'll close this. Here's, Here's the thing of how you're going to do it. Well, Bivo, how do I move my mountain? Read verse 2. I'm going to keep my eyes on Jesus. He's the champion. I love that. Don't you? The champion who initiates and perfects our faith because of the joy awaiting Him. He endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now He is seated in the place of honor. I just absolutely love that. Guys, one one of the saved guys, you want to come up and pray over them before they... Before they share,
1: mm.
0: they're looking at each other going, no. I'll get it
1: first. There you go, Al. Thank you. Sorry,
0: yeah. we're
2: just looking at each other. So. Hey, <laughs> <You> okay, bow your heads. Okay. Dear Lord, I think for, um, thank you for Verdier and Amber and. Um, them being able to come here and um, speak to us tonight, Lord. Um, I just thank you for their hearts and what they do for um, Haiti and how they work with us, Lord. Um, I pray, um, and I'm just so thankful. <laughs> it's just so cool to see how they work and how they have a heart for their country and they have a heart for, to help and to serve and to be servants for you. Um, Lord, tonight I pray that you just speak through them and that um, you shine more than you already do. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank, you, Allie. Oh. Thank you. What a blessing it is to be here to serve our, you know, just to serve together, to walk life together, and to just give glory and honor to our Creator and our King. Amen.
1: You want
2: to read the verse? You want me to 1 Peter 4.10, each one should use whatever gift he has received to serve others, faithfully administering God's grace in its various forms. That's the verse that we stand by. That's the verse that Save believes in as we serve in Haiti. And um, today as we share with you what we're doing in Haiti and what we're doing for Save as well and for the Haitian people, I just pray that God impresses on you uh, what gifts he's given you, and how you can use that to serve him and to serve others.
3: Greetings from Haiti for all of you guys. They love you. Um, I'll tell you a little bit story about us. This is my wife Amber, and my son Olivier. He play over there. You know, he's a beautiful boy. <laughs> I love him. So, yeah. In 2008, I moved to the states to go for um to college. I spent a couple of years in Florida and then moved to New York. I met my wife when I was seven years old. So her parents was doing mission work in Haiti. So we keep our friendship alive. So we married in 2011. After we married, 2011, 2012, and then we said, OK, we're going to go to Haiti you know, just for a visit. And then when we get there, it's like, oh, because we were told to get some government papers. <laughs> Work done, stuff like that. When we get there, government says, what are you doing here? We don't know what you, you're doing here, you know. So right now, to go back to the state, we're going to flout a bunch of people. We're going to cash you a bunch of money, you know, stuff like that. Oh, what's going on? I said, you know what? Let it be. I said, my, I talked to my wife. I said, honey, you know what? We should find a place, you know, we should start looking a place to build. Maybe that's what God wants us to be in Haiti, you know. And we start looking for land and stuff like that. So one day, I call my cousin and say, man, you know what? I got some money, you know. We, we want to build a house. So how can you help us? He said, you know what? I got something. Go over and check them out. You know, if you like them, take them. Take a piece of linen and build your house. So my wife and I, we went there. When we get there, we see like two rainbow over the mountain. Two what? A rainbow. Rainbows. Two rainbows. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we would looked at multiple, multiple pieces of land. And we just were like, okay, God, we just give this to you. We're just exhausted.
3: And then, and then mm-hmm. my wife says, honey, you know what? I love this place. That's where I'm going to stay. Mm-hmm. So I call my cousin. and say, we like this piece. So we say, OK, so we start building. But we don't have, really have a purpose why we're in Haiti. Mm-hmm. So why are we there? And I say, honey, you know what, what are we going to do? You know, there's nothing. So we start a, a feeding center at my house. Say, OK, let's try to build a relationship with those people in the neighborhood and stuff like that, because we're here now. So they are our brothers and sisters. Let's try to be one. Let's create peace in our area. You know. Mm-hmm. So we start a feeding program about like 37 kids. Now we're about 42. Mm-hmm. So why I'm doing that and my wife pregnant, so she had to come to the city to give birth. I can't come with her <coughs> because of the paperwork government asked. So I said, OK. I stay in Haiti alone. When well, I'm in Haiti, start working with uh, another a university in our neighborhood, and I'm start doing like a computer thing for so down for a lab, and then I met Christy and Debbie. Mm-hmm. And then they said, oh, so I went to the airport, picked, um, picked them up with another Christy. <laughs> So I said, guys, what are you doing here? He said, "Oh, we here because we've been in Haiti since 2011, I guess." And then he said they says that, "Oh, we were working in some places, but we cannot really get things done the way we want things, you know, done. We need some help. We want to learn about Haiti, Haitian people. We want to know more about the culture." And I said, oh, "Oh, okay, okay." So, and we talk a little bit, and I think, you know, I think that's probably a, a good opportunity. So when I check up everything, the idea, you know, I see everything what's behind, you know, I said, oh, I think something that I can deal with that. So Haitian has a saying, says, there's a bigger mountain after the mountain. So I said, wow, God moved all this mountains for us, and he created a place, a safe place for us, so we could, you know, have a family and build a relationship with this one neighborhood. So.
2: So, um, so we're working with SAFE. And we, are also, we also have personal ministries in our home. Yeah. In one of the ministries that we have in our home, we have a nutrition center where we feed 42 children from the area that we live in. And we feed them once a big meal every two weeks. And with your prayers and support, hopefully we can increase that feeding time. We'd like to get up to feeding them as many times as we can um, because they really suffer from malnutrition. Next year, we're hoping to build a gazebo so that we can have the feeding center in a gazebo and not in our home. We've realized that when you live in an area and do ministry in an area and have so many people come in and out of your home, that you really have to set up boundaries to protect your family. So we've decided um, that we'd really like to build a gazebo next year. And, okay. Okay. Something really, really cool, you'll actually see a slideshow about what we're doing with SAVE and what we do in our home. One of the really cool things that God's just brought about in, in our community where we live is um, just an encouragement to bring unity and peace amongst the people there. So there are lots of denominations and there are different kinds of churches. There are some cults as well. And... All these people really were pitted against one another, really hated one another when we first got there. And what we've been able to do is hire people to come work in our home, have big meals together, share the gospel with them, and really bring a lot of unity. You'll see a picture in the slide shown a little bit um, that shows a picture of our floor, and there are five people sleeping on our floor. And these are five individuals that came to our home in one day, and all came in, said, hi, hello, how are you, laid down on our floor and fell asleep. <laughs> we were like, are we really this boring? You know, <laughs> I don't know. And we were like, why is this happening? Um, and then we just realized that it's a safe place. It's a safe place. And it's really amazing to see what peace can do. Um, so that's one thing that's, that's pretty cool yeah. about, about yeah. where we are and what we're doing.
3: Yeah. So from 2000... Um... Um, 13, I started working with Save to create a way you could get, you know, to make our idea, you know, go through those people, they understand why we're here. Because in the past, a lot of missionaries, what they do, they go down in Haiti, they do, they do like, like they said, Haitian, hey, you know what, come to my house, I'll help you, you know, I give you a pound of rice today, and come tomorrow, I give you another pound of rice. So they depend on those missionaries. But for us, we want them to be independent. So, but for them, they're not used to those kind of, you know, you know, things like that. So we have to teach them, you know, how to move forward. How, so what, we, what I do, I try to like, go back a little bit and say, Christy, you know what? Let's do it this way. And go in this neighborhood where we work and then, you know, kind of like build a relationship like you saw last time you we went there. And so what we do, we, we want them to, be, to own their own stuff. It's not everything we do down there is not belong to us. It belongs to them. But we teach them how they can take care of it. Like, there's a lot of pictures you will see, some picture of kids in our house, like some of community garden we have in our area. So what we've been doing, we've, we've done, like, we're drilling wells. We're able to drill in uh, three wells so far, three wells in a water. church. Wells. Water? We have water. Yeah, water yeah we provide water because they don't have water. It's a really mm-hmm. bad condition, you know. Mm-hmm. We're doing three wells already. We have like about like 30 goats. And I think right now we're up to close to 50 goats. We start with 30 now. We're up close to 50, um, 50-something goats. And then there's a lot of things we want to do. But we cannot do all those things in our own, guys, without prayer, without your help, without your support. So we're here today to tell you, you know, thank, thank you so much for all you've been done for us. And then thank you, thank you. Keep sitting your kids down in Haiti. we well, there to help them, to support them, to work together as one. And I think God will bless us with that. Thank, thank you. Man. So we're gonna show you a small slideshow. You know. So thank you. We have some Haitian music. You know, stuff Yay. like that. Enjoy Yay. that.
0: yeah, yeah.
4: this I let
0: Christy, stick your hand up just for a second. All right, that's Christy, AKA Benny, because she always takes a Benadryl cocktail before she goes to bed over there in Haiti. <laughs> hey, I, I want to make sure that we give uh, plenty of time afterwards. So, Verdier, um, Amber, Olivia, uh, make yourself available. Here's the thing that I want to make sure that you get. See, they're pastors. Just like you. And what they're teaching is that they're discipling. So when you see the word disciple in the Bible, think about if someone placed you somewhere and there are no Bibles, that how you would disciple someone. And the word means to train, to teach. And so how would you do that? Especially for those that came up out of the water for the very first time and you go, okay, what now? And you had no book to throw at them. We did see a church in that building, or in that slideshow right there. Was that the one that, we, yes. that we got repaired? Man, yes. praise God. That was falling down from underneath them. But anyway, what if you didn't have that? Would you walk an hour and a half to go to it? There were some there that were. And so here's the thing Here, I want us to take a look at this last verse. By faith, look at verse 24 if you can see it, verse 12, chapter 12 verse 24. By faith, you have come to Jesus, the one who mediates the new covenant between God and people, and to the sprinkled blood which speaks of forgiveness instead of crying out for vengeance like the blood of Abel. Have you Have you come to Jesus, by faith, to have peace? that is well with your soul? Maybe your mountain that we talked about before. Maybe your name. Remember, put your name behind two words. By faith. What's your mountain? What's your mountain that God in the stands and Jesus in the stand and Paul and them are going, they're getting close. They're getting close. They're starting to get up off the bench because they've disqualified themselves. We're not. They got the headset on. They're saying, man, get in the game. What if you're moving your mountain is, for the very first time, to believe? And then in that belief, you go, maybe I want to help Jamie. Maybe I want to go help Verdier and Amber. You may not ever have to get on a plane. Because you see, all those pictures that they showed you, there are people that have said, by faith, yes, to Jesus. You know what that makes them? Our family. I forget that sometimes. But that makes them our brothers and sisters. Therefore, now that I know, I am now responsible. And so by faith, what are Bivo going to do? So the thing is, you'll see, you may not get to see Amber and Verdier, You may not get to see Jamie. But you'll see some of these guys, Caroline, uh, Spencer, Allie. You'll see them on occasion. You'll see her on occasion. But here's where I want you to start. What is your by-faith mountain you need to move in your home? Let it start there. Father, we thank You. We thank You that You do move mountains. Being us, being the first. So, Father, as we uh, finish up in worship, we're going to sing, and then if anyone wants to participate in the communion that is available in the back, and God, what we're saying as a people... When we partake, is that by faith we do believe that you have died and resurrected, and Lord, it is all finished through our yes to you. So, Lord, we love you. We thank you for empowering us with yourself when we said yes by faith. And so I pray no one rushes out afterwards. I pray that they would stay and hang out and, and uh, love on Verdier and Amber. And Lord, it's in Christ's name that we pray. Amen. Amen.
5: Take this time to remember Christ through the bread and the juice. And as we have said yes to Jesus, that means that we no longer live, but it's his spirit that lives in us. So our heart's desire is to ultimately be more like him. And I'm thankful for those who are living out who God made them to be, because it's really hard if you're if you're walking this life out and you're really not doing or being about what God created you to be. You'll always be discontented. <coughs> so for us, just like Paul made tents, but his heart was to be about the gospel, we move trucks, but our heart is to continue to be in community with the body of Christ and to encourage and to be cheerleaders for each one to run the race and be about who God has made them to be. going to sing this song and then be done so if you all will stand with me and just as we sing the words I just pray that you would just take the words in all I want all I need is more of you and less of me take this heart take this life Lord it's yours have my heart have it all you. Thank you that the spirit that lives in us is bigger than anything. God, so that there is power in us to be like you. There is power in us to love like you. There is power in us to sacrifice like you. God, we sell ourselves short because we try to operate in our flesh and we no longer live but the spirit of the living God lives in us Lord give us everything that we that we need for you to move the mountain that's in front of us God for you to show us what and who you want us to be about God all our passions are different we're wired all differently God and that's what makes up the body We're not all supposed to run a marathon. We're not all supposed to run a 5K. Some of us swim. Some of us walk. Some of us do the elliptical. (laughs) But we all have a different race, God. Lord, I think that one of the biggest that the enemy tries to throw at us is that the lie that you're not enough God we are enough give us the strength to live out who you made us to be Lord we love you we thank you for this night we thank you for Verdier and Amber coming and all the save team and, and what they're about God we all have a mission And that mission is to make disciples wherever we are. Some people just go to Haiti to do it. Others go to China. Others go to Rwanda. But that same discipleship is in Murfreesboro. And it's just as important. Making you known, making you famous, And bringing those that are lost to the light is our purpose. Lord, we love you. Thanks. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey guys, you all are all invited.